Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's story is called Waxy's Seascape, an original story written for you by Daniel Hines. Today, we'd like to say a special thank you to Elise and Jocelyn and their family in Honolulu, Alexandria and the rest of the Kennedy family from Temecula, California, Connor and Cullen and their family from Poolsbow, Washington, Kyle and Ian and their family from Portland, Oregon, and Josephine and Elijah and their family from Denver, Colorado. Thank you so much, Elijah, Josephine, Ian, Kyle, Cullen, Connor, Alexandria, Jocelyn, and Elise. You are part of what makes it possible for us to continue to produce fun new stories for our listeners. If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes or just tell a friend about us. You can also check out all of our merch, available at storiespodcast.com slash shop. If you would like to receive a thank you in a future episode, head over to patreon.com slash stories and make a pledge. Then send an email to amanda at storiespodcast.com and let us know who to thank. Now here's a word from our sponsors. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. Wexy's Seascape Once upon a time, there was a nervous little weasel named Wexy. She was long and lean, with a brown back, a white belly, and a spray of wiry whiskers. Like most weasels, Wexy lived in a warm, snug little burrow with her mom, her dad, and her 15 brothers and sisters. Sometimes it got a little crowded, but they could always dig out an extra room. Plus, they loved to cuddle, so it wasn't too bad. Their burrow was very near a beach. On sunny days, Wexy's parents would round up all the kids and they'd go play in the sun and the waves. Wexy went the first few times, but then she got a sunburn and her sister kicked sand in her book and water went up her nose and a fish touched her leg and it was just all too much for the little weasel. If all that could happen, what about a riptide or an undertow or a pack of vicious sharks? The nervous little weasel let her mind run away from her, imagining one terrible situation after another. She felt her heart begin to hammer, and her belly rolled sickly. A slight shake started in her hands and seemed to ripple up her arms. A panic fluttered inside her like a caged, flapping bird, and Wexy didn't feel better until she was safely back in her bed. After that, when her family went to the beach, She insisted on staying home. Wexy's parents understood and thought it was best to give her some space, at least for a few weeks. Surely she'd want to come back to the beach sooner or later. They didn't want her to feel too left out, so they got her a big tapestry to hang in her room. It was a seascape, with turquoise waves crashing onto a shore of coconut sand. Back from the water, there was a wild garden of beach umbrellas shading happy families. It made Wexy smile, and she would look at it often when her family went to the beach. She would sit, happy and safe in her bed, and look at the beautiful artwork. Of course, the thought of actually going to the beach woke up the flapping bird in her belly, but the seascape was nearly as good. Well, she would say to herself, It's a nice reminder, and without all the sand in my suit. Wexy's parents thought that she would enjoy the tapestry for a bit and then start joining them on their family beach trips again. After all, not even a young weasel could spend all her time in a burrow, 
right? Well, they were wrong. Over the next few weeks, nervous Wexy showed no signs of wanting to venture out to the beach again. When she was home in the burrow, there were no surprises. There were no sunburns or kicked sand, no water in her nose or strange fish on her legs, no riptides or sharks. There was only peace and calm and safety. Of course, any time she found herself missing the beach and her family, she could just look at her tapestry. The funny thing was, the longer she spent away from the beach, the more scary the beach seemed to her. The tapestry suited Wexy much better, she thought. Now, when her family left for the day, she would look at her art and she would sing. As the weeks turned into months, Wexy's parents began to worry. The nervous little weasel didn't even bother going outside anymore. No, she just sat in her bed and stared at her seascape. It wasn't healthy, her parents decided. And one morning, before they left for the beach, they went into Wexy's room to talk. Hello, dear, Mother said. Wouldn't you like to come with us today? Sun's gonna be real nice, Dad agreed. Wexy jumped back into her bed, throwing the covers over her head. Were they going to make her go? The thought alone had Wexy's heart pounding, that anxious bird flapping in her belly. She had to stay home where it was safe. She had to. I have my tapestry, my seascape, she whined. Please don't make me go to the beach. I'd rather just be home. Her parents looked at each other and sighed. Please come, just this once, Mother asked. You've been shut up in the burrow for so long now. Wouldn't you like to see the beach? Wexy stuck her head out of the covers and began to sing. 
a beach full of danger and anxiety. So I'd rather be home, just me and my tapestry. didn't like it, but they didn't want to force her either. With heavy sighs and lots of last looks, they rounded up all of Wexy's brothers and sisters and headed to the beach. Wexy sat at home alone. She was happier this way, wasn't she? It was easier to be at home. It was more comfortable. So what if her family was at the beach? She had her seascape. The lovely turquoise waves, the shore of coconut sand, the wild garden of beach umbrellas. Best of all, it was safe and clean, and nothing bad could happen. Her stomach was calm. The big flapping belly bird was sleeping soundly. The months stretched on, and Wexy grew pale from never seeing the sun. Her eyes went squinty from staring at her tapestry and she started to smell even more like a musty basement than was usual for weasels. Which was a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Wexy's brothers and sisters started to worry about her. All 15 of them. Together, they went to Wexy and asked her if she'd come to the beach. She said no. They begged and pleaded. She said no. They even tried to bribe her with candy and games, but still... She said no. No, no, no. She wouldn't go. Well, her brothers and sisters left and then came back with her parents. Together, they told Wexy she had to come, like it or not. At that, Wexy started to cry. Why were they being so mean? Couldn't they see she liked it better inside? It was cleaner, safer. The bird in her belly went wild. The nervous little weasel thought that she might throw up. Tears ran down her furry cheeks, and her mother wrapped her in a tight hug. Wexy, her father said finally, don't you want to come to the beach? Don't you miss it? Miss it? Wexy said, sniffling. Miss it? How many times must I say it? It's far too risky. I'd rather stay home, just me and my tapestry. When Wexy finished, everyone was silent for a moment. Finally, her brother Wilbur stepped forward. He was the smallest of the litter, and one of his ears was a little off-center. Wexy, he said, please come out with us. I know you like your seascape, but it's not real life. It's just not. You're right, it's not, said Wexy. It's better than real life. Here at home, I can watch the waves without getting water in my nose. I can see the sand without it being kicked into my books. I can relax and not get taken by a riptide or eaten by sharks. It's better. It's better. It's better. It's better. 
She stomped her little weasel foot as she spoke. Don't make me sing again! Fine, said Wilbur. You want your tapestry? It's so important to you? Then come get it! He snatched the ocean scene off the wall and bolted from the room. Wexy shrieked and chased after him, tearing through the burrow. They tumbled back and forth, and then Wilbur dashed out the door and into the sunlight. Wilbur! You get back here! Wexy shouted, pausing at the doorway. The bright sun stung her eyes. The air was warm and breezy through her musty fur. Wilbur! She shouted again, but he was already off and running. You'll pay for this, she said, and stormed out of the house after her brother. The anxious bird was flapping in her belly, but she was too angry to pay it any mind. Wexy tore across the yard and her family followed close behind, all of them shouting and adding to the chaos. You'll never catch me, Wilbur said, laughing. He ran through their yard and the neighbors and into the tall grass that grew along the backside of the beach, heading for the ocean. The tapestry trailed behind him like a cape. Wexy ran hard, her long weasel body bounding, and caught up to her brother in the sand by the water. She tackled him and they rolled in the surf. Wilbur was laughing, and Wexy pulled the tapestry away from him, flushed and panting. Why did you do that, Wilbur? She said, water dripping from her fur. To remind you, he replied. Remind me of what? That the world is more than what you can see in a tapestry. He took a deep sniff through his whiskered nose and let it out slowly. His fur was a mess of mud, but he didn't seem to care. He never seemed to care. Smell that air. Tell me what you smell. Give it back! Wexy didn't want to listen. Her brother laughed. I will if you just tell me what you smell. She scowled at Wilbur and then took a deep, deep sniff. She paused, smiled, and then took another. I smell salt and fish from the ocean. I smell baking sand and coconut from the beach. It smells sweet. Like home when Nana cooks. Now can I have it back? Her parents and brothers and sisters caught up to them and circled around curiously. Wilbur grinned. Doesn't it smell great, though? Isn't it nice being outside? Well, Wexy said as everyone stopped to listen. I guess it smells good, but I could get sunburned still, and the water could go up my nose, and... It's more than the smell, said her mother. Close your eyes for a minute. Close your eyes and listen, and you'll hear what a seascape can't ever hope to offer. Wexy wanted to argue, but she was already at the beach. They'd let her go home faster if she played along. She closed her eyes and listened. Well, I hear the waves breaking on the barnacle-covered rocks. It's like a giant breathing. And I hear people laughing. They're shouting, playing a game, Wexy said, thinking that the sounds were so sweet they almost made her cry. They definitely made her realize how lonely she'd been in the house, 
safe and bored with her seascape. Still, Wexy kept her eyes closed. She smelled the rich smells, listened to the symphony around her. Isn't this better? Wilbur asked. It's amazing, she said. But what if something happens? What if something in the water touches me? Wexy felt her heart thrumming in her chest and her breath quickened as the bird in her belly began to flap its wings harder. Her father and mother saw Wexy's panic starting to take over. They took her hands and walked her a few steps into the ocean. Feel, her mother said. Notice where you are right now. Breathe deep, kiddo, and tell me what you feel. Wexy listened and followed their directions, plunging her hands into the water. She grabbed a pawful of wet, heavy sand and let the pull of the waves sift it through her fingers. I feel cool water, she said. I feel a tug from the tides on my fur. I feel the warmth of the sun. It's like a hug. I feel the sand in my paw, the smooth grains and the rough shells. It feels nice, right? her father asked. It does. But what if a fish touches me? Her father put his arm around her, hugging her close with a big furry paw. Her mother leaned in from the other side and curled her tail around them. Then you'll feel that too, and you'll be just fine. They sat there for a moment, and then Wilbur yelled from behind them. Wexy, we're gonna play tag! Come and play with us! The nervous weasel looked at her parents and then back to Wilbur. Go and play, her dad said. And when you need a break, you can go back to the house. You're allowed to be on your own sometimes when things are too much. But remember, Wexy, the world is where everything happens. Not just the bad stuff, but the good stuff, too. If you hide away, you'll miss it all. And we'll miss you, too. Thanks. I love you guys, Wexy said, giving her parents a hug. We love you, too, her dad said, hugging her right back. With a final squeeze, Wexy got up and ran for the beach. Sure, she still felt a little nervous. But the bird was only snoring this time, no flapping at all. The sun was warm on her fur, the air sweet in her snout. It was a wide and wonderful world out there, and she had games to play. The End Today's story, Wexy's Seascape, was an original story written for you by Daniel Hines and performed for you by me, Amanda Weldon, with songs by us both. If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes, make a monthly donation at patreon.com slash stories, check out all of our merch available at storiespodcast.com slash shop, or simply tell your friends about us. Thanks for listening!